0: I'm very happy today to have as our guest, Nandar Matari, who is a meditation teacher. Welcome Nandar.
1: Hi Tom, glad nice. to yeah. yeah, glad to
0: be here. Nice to have you here. And I'm fascinated by your life. And I've read a bit as you sent out of your history and like the path that led you, we all have paths that lead us to what we're doing. Tell us a little bit about the path that led you to become a meditation teacher.
1: Sure. So I was born and raised in Myanmar. That is an underdeveloped country. You can say that it is a Buddhist um, country as well. So meditation and Buddhism is somehow ingrained in our culture, but meditation was not that popular at all, but I was interested in that technique since I was like 16 year young and I went to the monastery and I shaved my hair. I stayed in the monastery for 27 days and it was my first retreat. I was only 16 year young. Um, but I worked as an English teacher in Myanmar and my dream was to travel the world when I get older. So I left my country when I was 27 and to, went to Bangkok and I work as an interpreter there. So translating the story from Burmese to English. Then later on, I follow my uh, you know, journey to, um, in, uh, how do you call it, Germany. And I went to Germany as a refugee And um, then I work in a financial consulting uh, company. So um, then I want to become a team leader in 2010. I went to Germany in 2005 and and it was a struggle. I studied German first, but meditation has always been my tool, how I cope with my stress and how to concentrate and focus on what is important. So I made a success in my career and I become a team leader. Since then, in 2010, I started teaching people to meditate. So at one point, I have my midlife crisis like a lot of people and then I was, um, you know, asking myself, what do I really want? So I was under pressure with this financial consultant to make sales, to make performance. And at one point, I decided to follow my passion of teaching people to meditate. So since 2014, March, I've been teaching people to meditate, started in Frankfurt, Germany. Then later in 2017, I went to New York City and I teach meditation in the companies. So uh, in the real estate firm, law firm, and all the bank and insurance companies. And so that is what I did till the pandemic hit. And right now, I'm uh, teaching people to meditate via Zoom uh, video conference call. And also, I'll keep on doing all this stuff online.
0: Online. I'm currently
1: uh, living in uh, Switzerland. Because before COVID, I came here. Uh, I came. I went back to uh, you know Europe to extend my visa, and then the COVID hit, and so I decided to stay here.
0: Well, that sounds like a nice place to be staying.
1: And, <laughs> I think so.
0: How is Switzerland doing with the, with the uh, COVID?
1: They are doing well. The Swiss people are like very resilient and patient, so they are not. Um, panic uh, on maybe that they they are in uh, uh, underneath but they don't show it outside so there are there is no not a lot of chaos on the surface or on the street but when i was traveling back to germany or in uh, italy and the people are like pushing each other and they all have panic and so uh, comparing to other european country the switzerland is a good place to stay now
0: is nice yes that sounds lovely now, when you were working in New York and you were working with companies, I'm interested to hear that companies were open to having somebody teach meditation to their people.
1: Yes. So it also depends on company by company. So I started normally, I mean, I started talking with the sales uh, people. So real estate brokers, for example, and they are also heard about the meditation and good things about meditation. So my first project was with Douglas Element. So the sales manager of the Douglas Element was very open to alternative healing. She herself, I mean, did uh, yoga and all this stuff. And then I talk about the meditation. I convince her. We started with one one of events of the group meditation in Park Slope, Brooklyn. And she really likes it. She feeds the shift and we started doing that three-month coaching sessions with our top real estate brokers. So, I mean, it like uh, like that project, so it depends on company by company. Some companies are really open to try different types, I mean, different alternative way of, you know, bringing their employees together.
0: Well, that, when you talk to them about the possibilities of doing meditation, what do you offer to them as benefits? How will it help a sales force, for instance, to have had meditation?
1: Yeah. So a lot of people also heard about the benefits of meditation. They know that through the focusing, through breathing and learning the meditation techniques, the people can really focus more. They have better productivity and their brain uh, is not get tired. Well, but on the other hand, it is very foreign to a lot of people. Um, then how could that productivity be heightened up by just closing the eyes and just concentrating on the breath? Then I normally uh, explain about the scientific experiment that is uh, done by a lot of American um, medical associations and many different you know, scientific experiments about medication and their, uh, the changes in the brainwave. And so, after this ten minutes meditation that I normally guide it, the people feel the effect of meditation right after this ten minutes. So mostly the people get convinced after having this presentation or their hands-on experience with meditation.
0: So they feel it. They can feel the they difference. Feel
1: it. They feel it in their bones. And because, I mean, depending on the consciousness level of this meditation teacher, so to speak. So I've been now meditating myself for 28 years. I, I turned 45 last year. So I meditate at least one hour or so sometimes till to two hours a day because I really like it. I like this kind of dissolving my brains and I don't have to think. And, you know, I mean, my whole body also get uh, free from all kinds of pains. So I, I've been in that state so that. And when I have that kind of energy in myself, I can also impart or give it further to other people. So that is also what the other people feel. And so with that one sitting of the meditation, they feel the effect of the peace and uh, calmness in their heart. That is what makes them convince and start, I mean, keep on working with me.
0: And do you find that working with people one-on-one is a better type or working in a group works? Better,
1: yeah. Both work um, uh, either way. So when the people I work with are one to one, and mostly the manager or the salespeople or CEO who has already got these coaching experiences, right? Then I started asking them the questions and what do they really want in their life. And and so mostly what I do with this coaching is I teach them the spiritual principles or the universal principle how our uh, minds work and how our thoughts pattern work. And so I teach them all the spiritual principle in one-to-one or when I do this group coachings, I also do the same. So I teach them the spiritual principles and how this works. And so when I have this one-to-one session, so I can go directly into their uh, particular problems and I can make the discussions. But when I do that group presentation, mostly I do this with six people, eight people, or um, in that case, the people can ask some questions, but mostly I explain the laws. And so they can do not go, they cannot go directly to their particular um, problems, but they can ask the general questions in the presentation. So with that, they understand the universal law, they understand the nature of the mind, and they also have this hand-on experience with meditation. So my meditation are like 10, 15 minutes guided meditation. So I recorded them and I sent them later on. And by practicing meditation, by listening to these laws, and so they understand the nature of universe, the nature of mind, by practicing through meditation as well.
0: Well, let's go to the beginning then and talk about what is the nature of mind. How will you describe that?
1: Yes. Our nature of mind is always like a monkey mind. We say that they go one place to after another, and there is no... Um, I mean, there is a chaos theory. We cannot really control our mind. So it is also a lot of people think that, okay, I'm thinking that mind and it must be me. It must it must be mine, right? So we also take ownership of our thoughts and we also take ownership of our emotion as well. But the reality of the major mind is something like the air. So if you are coming into the air and somebody produced the gas, so that whole I mean a room gets, you know, and um, um, that they're, they're smelly. So it is the same uh, concept when right now a lot of people are in stress and a lot of people are thinking bad thoughts because of the pandemic, because of all the panic attack. We normally pick that up, all these thoughts or all these sadness and emotion as well. So it is something like that emotions and the nature of mind itself is even more uh, stronger uh, effect than the air. So in other words, it is the energy. It is something like energy. It's mean that we are recycling the energy one after another. So right now, because a lot of people are sad around me and the whole world is sad, I also feel the sadness. But on the other hand, I understand the nature of mind and I do not take my, the mind or the emotion personally. So the meditation is about understanding the nature of mind and observing them and let this mind and emotion passing through us so that the mind or the emotion cannot influence on our mood. It is more of like we become the master of the mind by not identifying ourselves with the thoughts and with the emotion.
0: So when when you hear, like if you turn on the radio or the television and every day you hear more pandemic news, more political news, or none of which is, quote, good, how yeah. do you master that? How do you deal? What do you say to yourself or how do you relax into that and not have it affect you
1: i do not listen to that i quit That's all a good first
0: of- start yeah. yes <laughs>
1: yeah i mean because i understand the nature of mind. so the nature of mind, of course can also penetrate through the air it's mean that we pick it up all this information through seeing through listening through tasting and through feeling and through talking with other people so what i do is that i Protect myself, not to have this negative effect of this television, Facebook, or any other thing. So I normally listen and comes together with the positive people, which raise my energy up. Or I normally go to the nature, or in the forest, and I just walk around. So if, with that, I do not have any thoughts or extra emotion that is uh, making me nervous or you know feel, feel uh, full of fear. So that is what the first step is just stop all this bad news, don't listen to it, do not read all these things, and that is the first step to protect your own mind, so that you have, we have enough, all these emotions and fears and anxiety in our heart, and so these are the things or emotion that we can also rinse it out or release, or in other words, is clean through meditation as
0: well. Well, that's a good point. We can just without anything out, without listening to radio or television or even our family, we have within us all of these ideas and fears and worries. And you talk about rinsing it out. Let's talk a little bit more about that, because what (laughs) techniques can we use to rinse this out so that we are not bothered by it?
1: That is a very good question, Tom. So when we are going back to the nature of mind, as I told you, our mind itself is, we do not belong anything. So it's come and go. And as it is, you know, sporadically, it's, um, they, they just come and go. In that case, we are just observing the mind with the without any criticism and without judging it or without wanting it. In other words, it is a pure mind or observing mind by purification of, by observing that fearful mind or any other kinds of mind with no judgment mind, so that is the way how to how we can release that mind out of our, I mean, system. For example, so there is a very uh, uh, good example from one meditation teacher, she, he said that. So if there is, let's say this, uh, uh, no, um, how do you call it, the gold rock. And if you would like to clear this uh, rock, it is only 80% pure. There is also somehow mixed with other metal. So what we can do is we need 100% pure gold. So we make a cycle of the 100% pure gold and let it pass that rock in that cycle of the gold. So by doing so, this 100% pure mind can really abs- uh, take it out, all the impurification of the metal out of this um, rock. It is the same form of uh, clarification of the mind. Meditation is all about observing our impure mind, the good, the bad, the ugly, what we are wanting, what we are not wanting, and so on, as they are. By not judging our own mind and emotion, we have this effect of like, soothing. It is something like that baby is crying. We just wrap it Um, just say that, okay, everything's will be fine, baby. Everything will be fine. At one point, the baby will get a soothing effect and just pour asleep. sleep. It it's the same nature.
0: And I that is beautiful. I also feel that for most people, they would need to be having you lead them, guide them in order to really feel that certainly at the beginning, but at yes. some point, hopefully they'll be able to guide themselves Do they have anything that, like, well, you said a tape. You give them a tape at some point or something they can listen to because the minute they get out back in the real world, they're going to be bombarded by all the things that have been bothering them. So do you need tools, I think, outside?
1: Yes, it is. So I uh, recorded this 15 minutes guided meditation and my students or my clients receive those guided meditation I have different forms different sequence and so and with that they listen to it and they practice is early in the morning as soon as they wake up sometimes they also do it early in the evening with time they, they are very proficient or very um, um, you know a good at observing their own mind. So later on, though they are doing the only 15 minutes early in the morning, the brain have a very good uh, memories and they, um, they can also observe their own mind throughout the day. And when they feel themselves, I mean, there are like five stages of development when the people start to meditate. The first stage is when they start to meditate only 15 minutes or, you know, early in the morning, but throughout the day, when they feel it, they are now getting stressed and they know how to concentrate on that and, you know, releasing those stress matter and they can come back to themselves. And the second stage is they are started letting go of the negative thoughts pattern. They just notice by themselves, by just, you know, uh, meditating all in the morning regularly. They notice that, okay, now this thoughts pattern, I used to think when I do certain stuff and this is throughout the day and they just let go of them. And the third stage is they started developing self-love. They understand that they deserve to be loved and they deserve to be acknowledged by themselves and they develop the self-love. And the fourth stage is they started seeing that, you know, um, the um, the pattern of the society, what the pattern is making them to think, searching way to do searching way, and they understand that social norm and what is their truth. That is the fourth stage, and the fifth stage is they see that social society as themselves. They also see themselves totally, and they can start living the core freedom. Though there are uh, people suffering around them, outside them, they feel the sympathy for them, they feel the empathy for them and compassion for them. At the same time, they can feel the happiness and peace inside of them. That is That's the five nice. stages of meditation.
0: That's beautiful. Those are five stages that sound to me like they take a little while to, to really absorb. Because you've been doing it since you were a teenager. Yes. How, someone coming in in their middle ages or, or even in their 30s, and having worked in a in corporate world or in business or anything or a sports world, how long will it take them if they really concentrate on it and really work with you or with someone else, how long would it take them to get pretty good at it? I don't mean perfect and not, not an expert, but pretty good.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, everybody is different, right? And so sure. um, in my case is that I see that the people can really uh, be set and able to meditate, like after three to six months, Some people then can really come into this calmness state and so on. So mostly they can able to start to meditate by themselves like one and a half uh, years later. So it also depends. Everybody is uh, different, right? But later on, so with that, you know, they also let go of a lot of fear patterns out of the system. So um, my longest meditator that has been working with me uh, in New York City is like four years Right now, so he is a real estate broker, and he also worked a lot and very hard. But on the other hand, instead of amidst all, all these chaos and all these, you know, um, go go go, he can maintain his peace and calmness throughout the day. And sometimes, then so when he feel that okay, now I need a meditation, then he take a break in between and he come back and he meditate. So, I mean, if we somehow develop the inner intelligence or wisdom how to de- how to deal with this. Uh, you know, uh, outside thoughts pattern when we started to meditate.
0: Well, also what you're saying, and I I truly believe this, is that the mind can adapt. The mind knows that the information we're giving it, in this case, is very helpful to separate it from all the chaos outside. So the mind would want us to go back to it. That's very very encouraging. Do you find any differences between men and women in terms of the ability to meditate?
1: Actually not. The men are actually much better than the women, because uh, the men, I mean, the men can really sh- uh, shut off their brain and they can come to that. But there, but I didn't find that any difference. So in my own uh, experience is that 50 percent, most of my uh, students or clients are 50 percent men and 50 percent women. I didn't see difference from that.
0: That's fascinating because that's not usually the case with healers. They often have a, one, a larger percentage of one or the other. What about yeah. ages? Is it easier for someone younger to learn to meditate than someone in 50 or so?
1: Um, yeah, so we it's also a little bit when we get older, we have a, a searching pattern or thoughts pattern. It is somehow a little bit difficult to just uh, come back to it, but it also depends on the openness level of this, you know, meditator, I would say. So my youngest are like 17 so far. So this is a high school students and he started meditating with me with when he was 16, 17 years young. And then the, the oldest was, um, I think, 65.
0: Right. And do you use in any time something called, you know, like a mantra, something, that, whether it's what, an actual mantra or something else to take away. So it's something you can look to quickly to remember all that you have taught them.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I use uh, all different forms of meditation. So there are generally four types of meditation. The first type is body meditation. So the yoga and Qigong and Tai Chi, and they are the uh, moving and also, you know, concentrating on the body. And also this body scanning is also body meditation. So I use this body meditation as well. And the second is the mind meditation. So they call it mantra. They count one to six or one to 10. It is also the mantra in other words, the words we're using it to calm our mind because our mind needs some words to think. So I also use some other, you know, mm-hmm. mantra like Soham or Om Namah Shivaya. There are many different, you know, a Sanskrit mantra or Shivar. There, there are many different, right? And right, um, right. uh, Shanti. Then we we do we I I use those uh, um, uh, so how do you call it? This mantra to calm themselves down. And then the other type of mind meditation is also visualization. We can think about it. What did you do, Tom, and this morning? And so you will see yourself that you're cooking coffee or maybe making breakfast, right? And so that is, um, uh, there are some other form of like inside pictures. So I help them to also see and navigate that through visualization. That is, we call it mind meditation, the second form. The third form is a lot of people do not know how to do that or also it is difficult. It is called emotional meditation how to tap into our nature of emotion. That is what I learned from the Buddhist master. So they are like to really observe our emotion, how it's happening, how we can release those emotion. A lot of people are trying to release that through breath work. There's breathing in and out, breathing in and out, but you cannot really feel the emotion, then you cannot release that. So I also teach them how to tap into our emotion and how to release them. That is the third type of meditation. The fourth type as I told you, that is a universal principle or the spiritual principle um, of our universe. We can also observe that in our body. So I teach all four types of guided uh, meditation in my 15 minutes guided meditation. So that the people have this full body aspect of they feel this sensation in their body. They can, they feel the effect of calming their mind. They feel that their emotions are releasing out of the system and they understand the nature of mind and the nature of universe. So that is all, I mean, my, uh, how do you call it? My approach is all encompassing
0: holistic, holistic, definitely.
1: holistic. yes. And
0: you're getting an awful lot, putting an awful lot into fifteen minutes. that's wonderful. Yes. What yes. about we say visualizations like personal life? One of the things that I found helpful, just my own, but somebody, some meditation person taught it to me, was of of uh, standing in a shower of light. That was the image the image. and just washing out whatever I needed to wash out. And that was a quickie thing that I could do. When you know I was suddenly upset and just didn't have time for a whole lot of stuff, but did that, so that was helpful.
1: Yes, that is also. I also use that techniques as well. So when you can, when I use this technique, it is the visualization or the mind meditation of showering yourself with the bar or with the light. And at the same time, I let the people feel it in their body. So it is the combination of the mind meditation of visualization plus the emotional meditation of this feeling, the sensation with that, the sensation can release out of your body.
0: Yes, well, that's wonderful. And the, and the wording, the way you talk and the way people who are good at this talk can help people feel what's going on. Yes. And and really-
1: classes, meditation is all about feelings. To come back from our brain to our feelings. So through the feelings of our feelings, emotions and the thoughts, we can also release those energy out of our system so that all these bad and or negative thoughts will not come back again and again and torture us.
0: Yes, we don't need any more torturing. The world does enough all by itself.
1: Yes, it is. Well, this is
0: just fascinating. And time is going by very quickly, as though you may know that time doesn't exist, but still time is happening here. And we're almost at the end of our time. If somebody who's been listening to us would like to get in touch with you and learn some more, uh, how can they reach you? What's the best way for them to reach out to you?
1: Sure. So I have a YouTube channel. You can also say that with Nanda Matari, my name, N-A-N-D-A-R, and M A T A R I, And then you can have a look and subscribe for it. Or the people can send me an email with N-A-N-D-A-R, my first name, at Matari, my last name, meditation.com. Or the people can go and subscribe my channel. And I mean, sorry, um, you can download the 10 Minutes Guided Meditation on my website. This is the matari meditation.com.
0: That's wonderful, thank you very much. So besides, and I think that's what you, you probably will have answered this question. (laughs) But my last question is what should somebody do right now if they needed to find some help? They should go to dial your meditation. It sounds like a very good thing to do.
1: Yes. So I have this eight-week group meditations where the people listen, um, I mean, that, that they can teach, uh, they can learn about eight spiritual principles and all the techniques of reducing stress and anxiety and also how to improve their mental health. And um, I'm also right now developing the online membership program where I, the people can come and meditate every day or as, as much as they want. And I'm, I'm trying to develop all of it. And of course, I have the level one, level two, level three, and when the people, started to like to meditate with me the eight weeks um, is a very good one so after this eight week, normally the people can really learn to meditate and they have eight recording recorded meditation and then they can keep on going and reduce their stress as well
0: that's wonderful and as we go along here sometime the me- this virus is going to pass sometimes we're not going to be in a pandemic but have you discovered that doing this on zoom is really wonderful
1: yeah, it's, uh, it works. And I'm right now in Switzerland, but most of my clients are American. So New Yorker mostly. And also I have my clients in Switzerland as well in Germany, but they are right now also with a pandemic and they do not want to travel or I mean, be in contact with a lot of people. So mostly I do that online and it's totally work. And so if the people would like to uh, take part in the uh, my new group meditations, it will be started on the Friday, February 11th at 8 a.m., uh, so New York time. So Wonderful. the people can really look for it and uh, contact me.
0: Well, Nandara, thank you so much. This has been very fascinating. I love talking to you and appreciate your your love that you are expressing and helping people during this tough time. Everybody needs some help right now. So thank mm-hmm. you very much.
1: Thank you very much, Tom, for having me today.
0: You're quite welcome.